Fit for Life Radio, episode number 121. Your hosts, I'm Gary. Uh, Will. Today we are going to be talking about convenient lean protein options. The easy stuff. Mm-hmm. That's a common question that we get. And for the most part, not saying this is for everyone, but most people do well focusing on Nutrition focused on, yeah, lean protein and like fiber type foods, higher fiber plant foods. And a little like, yeah, lower fat protein options. The problem with that is if you're eating out, going somewhere, they're very few and far between. Yeah. And with that, they're cooked in ton of oil as well. So it's just hard, not to, your best hard to find. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're focused on lean proteins and Obviously, we swing back to they normally have to be prepared, but sometimes, yeah, preparing can be overwhelming, still not there, or you just want some convenient, quicker, easier options, right? So we're going to lay out some ideas for those quick, convenient, lean protein options that you can maybe find you enjoy and become a staple that work for you. And you should be able to find these basically anywhere. There's one that is a little more of a specialty, but there mm-hmm. should be something on here for everybody that'll work. Yeah. And then when you start to consider in general, you want to try to have some lean protein with each meal. And even maybe if you're going to have a snack, lean protein is a good option because it is the most satiating nutrient. So it helps you feel full. So it makes you more likely that you eat less other stuff. It also is required yeah. our body needs need <laughs> complete amino acids and most people especially when you start doing things like strength training and a lot of exercise mm-hmm. just don't get enough yeah and so it can just be beneficial to you know get a little more in when you can yeah so hopefully this will help with that we'll dive right in we'll try to use options that you can get at most places so w- there will be some sp- specific ones to costco a Costco, a Costco near you, and then most of these, like a Food Lion, Lidl, Aldi's, Kroger, the whole deal, will have them. And let's start with the liquid options. Sometimes you just, just want to drink. You got to reverse, revert to a liquid meal. And that would be, so you obviously have like your RTDs, your ready to drink shakes. So realize you have those and then you have protein powders. Really, they're the same thing except the RTD is going to be a little more convenient. Thus, more exp- you're yeah. paying more. For someone to mix that baby up for exactly. you. Exactly. And honestly, to me, they always taste a little. They're a little different. Yeah, you're definitely just just whacking that back for yeah, for I the protein for most people uh, some people add those to their coffee and like it mm-hmm. um, that can be an easy way to do it if you're like a, a regular coffee drinker and it can maybe replace some of the creamer i've never really played with it but that's generally what a lot of people have done so you can do that and that's a really easy way and you still get your coffee yeah and if your protein tastes a little funky no no sweat the coffee usually drowns that out and they have them at nowadays gas stations too i mean they got them everywhere and they're generally pretty good macro-wise. I mean, they usually, what, probably 25, 30 grams of protein mm-hmm. in a lot yeah. of them. 
Yep, and that's what I'll do if Sam on a road trip. Mm-hmm. Grab a RTD and like a piece of fruit. Get a chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> or just uh, well, now they have some of the chocolate milks are the filtered. Protein. Yeah. To be higher in protein. Then and then your powders, super various forms. You have whey, dairy based powders, vegan protein, plant based powders. You can mix those with water. You can mix them with milks almond milk you can whatever obviously throw them with frozen fruit and other things for smoothies but obviously that actually starts to be less convenient yeah. when you're talking about smoothies so if you just have like a, a shaker or a bottle and some protein and water then you know bare minimum you can get by on that it doesn't yeah. have to be it doesn't have to taste like a milkshake mm-hmm. uh, but it usually gets the job done so you can kind of know you can always default to hey i can swing by wawa and get a ready to drink shake or you can keep some protein powder in your car mm-hmm or at your work or, or yeah, at home. I mean, a lot of people have fridges at work. You could always, or even a drawer, keep a bunch of ready to drink shakes in there. And then you have them on hand and they're extremely convenient when maybe you are busy and you don't have time to fix something. Yep. And then we have, you have like liquid egg whites, mm-hmm. which, so those liquid egg whites in the carton, they are actually pasteurized. You could just drink those straight up. If you're into it, that's <laughs> just straight protein, baby. Uh, but more more likely what some people like to use it as, because they actually can provide a nice texture and you won't taste it. They're pretty flavorless. Is you can use them in smoothies. Mm-hmm. So instead of protein powder, you could do like a cup of those carton egg whites with, you know, frozen fruit and cocoa powder and things like that. So that can be convenient. Obviously, too, now if you just want to cook up egg whites, it can be convenient to have the liquid form versus oh, and separating you're not it. separating your eggs which takes time it's messy and it's easier mm-hmm. to just measure pour and cook and again egg whites we're not saying egg yolks are bad but no. uh, depending on your goals it just starts to be more and more calories the the yolk is the fat so it's going to be double the calories per gram meaning a, a gram of of protein is four calories a gram of carbohydrate is four calories a gram of fat is nine calories so for most people yeah having six whole eggs is it gonna, starts to add yeah up. and you might in in reality you may want to have those fats in other places or those calories used elsewhere so you could have like one whole egg and a cup of egg whites and you actually end up with more food volume wise but less calories so that's the benefit of egg whites another you want to go into some of the lean meat kind of chicken options. And obviously, these are going to be convenient. So these are going to be options outside of just buying chicken breast and having to prepare them and cook them yourself. Yeah. So a really easy one is just canned chicken breast, which you can usually buy a big pack of it. Um, Similar to, you know, canned tuna. It's Mm going to be really lean. You can add whatever flavor you want to it. You know, if you want to add a little hot sauce or just some salt and pepper, whatever you want. But you can just o- crack it open, eat it out of the can, and you're mm-hmm. and you're good. And those are generally a decent amount of food, so you're going to get a pretty good hit of protein with one of those. Um, yeah, normally about 50 grams, or yeah. about eight ounces. Yeah, those are solid. And I actually find them quite uh, pleasant. They're normally like moist, mm-hmm. and well, they, they hold their moisture. S- yeah, really they have well salt in there. in there a little. So I'll take those when I'm traveling or uh, like a beach type food or meal, and mm-hmm. you can mix it with some mustard and. Again, it's not a hamburger. No, but it, again, it gets the job done and you can, you know, dress it up however you want to with, yeah. you know, things like, yeah, mustard, hot sauce. I mean, it works. Yep, experiment. And those, I know Costco has 
Giant packs. Giant packs that are well priced, and Lidl has them as well. The old canned chicken, and a lot of people might find it more pleasant than canned tuna. Yes. So canned tuna is obviously an option too, but it's fish. It's you don't want to be the person <laughs> that opens that can of tuna at work either. Yeah. Some people don't care, but the chicken has a little bit of a canned food smell. Yeah, it's not too bad. But though. it's it's not not awful. Not like canned fish can just be a whole different level. Mm-hmm. Then you have your dairies, your old dairies, your Gary dairies. Gary dairies. Low fat or no fat Greek yogurt and or cottage cheese. Yeah, those are really they're good ways to get quite a bit of protein in. And then you can add stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You can add, like, one of my staples is Greek yogurt with protein powder. And, you know, I can get anywhere from 60 to 90 grams of protein, depending on how much I really want to eat mm-hmm. of it. Um, and it's not really that much food. So it's a really good way to get that in. And it's two things. You could even buy just, like, single-serving cups if you really want to make it as convenient as possible. Yeah. Put a little protein or some fruit in there, and then you're good. Yeah. You know, with minimal packing and, and planning. So that could be a really, really easy one. Same thing with the cottage cheese. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that is with protein powder. Uh, Alexis, my wife, she she, do it? yeah, she makes okay. protein. She goes on a kick of sometimes she's all about the uh, Greek yogurt and sometimes the cottage cheese. I can't handle like the cottage cheese lumps. Yeah, I guess that's the thing oh. is the texture, right? I don't mind it. but Not for me. And the benefit of, you know, dairy like cottage cheese, Greek yogurt is there's no cooking, right? Mm-hmm. You can just serve go dish out your serving and go obviously now it has to be refrigerated so that's a negative but if you have a cooler or if you're going to eat it right away yeah refrigerator or eat it right away it's a good option and you can find them most everywhere now those are going to be everywhere i think you can find those at gas stations sometimes too Mm -hmm. just like the they might be flavored or something but yeah you know and a quick and easy like breakfast we recommend when we have clients who struggle getting enough protein and we're not talking about bodybuilder amounts if no. we, most people say hey try to get 100 grams a day you could have one cup of greek yogurt with one scoop of protein powder that's 50 grams mm-hmm. so if you had that for breakfast you're, you're halfway there. you're halfway there and most people find it tasty it satisfies their sweet tooth you can mix in like a little chocolate chips or something yeah. again that's it so someone would ask well non-fat versus you know full fat Again, it just depends on how many calories are you working with, your you know portions, your goals. And yeah, having the non-fat frees you up, right? So if you want to have chocolate chips, you actually would end up being way less calories having the non-fat Greek yogurt with chocolate chips sprinkled in, obviously a, a certain a amount, reasonable, <laughs> a reasonable amount, amount <laughs> versus the full-fat Greek yogurt. So, But some people may love the flavor and texture mm-hmm. of the full-fat. Cool. So... No you chips. may have to skip the chocolate chips. You can have that. So it's, you know, finding those trade-offs. Yeah. And you might find that just having the, the extremely lean stuff in the morning, you can have, a t- you know, a little bit of a tastier dinner mm-hmm. if you really, you know, like for me, I could get through brec- bre- breakfast doesn't even matter. I'll just eat my, my Greek yogurt and protein. Um, and then, yeah, I have more calories to play with and I can maybe have a little bit of, you know, a fattier cut of meat at dinner or something like that. So it also gives you a little more flexibility in that regard too. Mm-hmm. And then some other neat, quick, convenient options are places like Costco. You have this one. This one blew my mind. They have hand-pulled rotisserie chicken. Already packaged. Already packaged. It's like vacuum-sealed. 
Boom. I didn't know this was even an option that places sold, but now we're going to try it. Um, it might be a really good thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it is price-wise, but it might be worth it to just keep yeah. that. And then, bam, put a little sauce in there. Like I said, some hot mm-hmm. sauce or in whatever re- you want to mix in. In reality, that's kind of like a meal prep. It's an, Obviously, it's going to cost a little more than doing it yourself, but it's not that much more. It's that convenience so fee. So that could be, be a yeah, staple. Now you have all this pulled rotisserie chicken, and you just have to portion it out, spice it up. And you could probably keep a good bit of it in the freezer, and when you're ready to eat it, pull. I think they're packaged to where they're probably one pound a piece or something. Mm-hmm. So you pull out your one pound that you're going to have the next day, and boom, you're ready to go. Yeah. That's freaking game changer, I think. Yep. I mean, normally you're going to have to, you know, buy the meat and put it in your slow cooker or wherever yeah and then you have to shred it yourself and it just takes a bit of time Mm -hmm. another one they have is obviously you have frozen stuff you at costco and they probably have this at other places Mm -hmm. they have already frozen rotisserie chicken breast strips so like little like Already sliced. Already sliced, already cooked, rotisserie like type. probably something you would find on a salad somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of a, a chicken strip. So so you just, and since they're so smaller, they're going to cook way easier. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, I've like to take frozen stuff and throw it in the air fryer. And it crisps up really well. So you could take the little rotisserie strips, toss them in. It's not going to take any it's extra gonna time. It's going to be a couple minutes probably to cook those and, and heat it up. Slam, bam. Boom, you're done. So that could be another really easy one. And really, I think they're already cooked. So mm-hmm. you could just you could just pull them out cold and put them on a salad or eat them with something else if you don't feel like cooking them. Yeah. But if you want to, it shouldn't take long to, to get them up to speed. Yeah. So right there you have your dairy options, no cooking needed. You have frozen options, takes out a lot of the preparation. You have your powdered drinkable options, all lean proteins. Now we're also going to talk about and one thing you'll notice is that was a lot of chicken. Yep. Right? And a lot of people, you know, rolling their eyes or blah. So we're going to go over. Now, these obviously might not be as convenient because you're going to have to buy them and cook them. But so you don't get in a rut, yeah. there are other lean protein Options. foods mm-hmm. that aren't just like chicken breast. Right? So one is boneless, skinless chicken thighs. Which have a, a little bit more fat, but it's honestly, some not much more. It's not very much more. Four, so for four ounces, you know, chicken breast typically can be like three grams of fat. It's and like four and a half. Yeah, chicken thigh can be four and a half. I've seen some a little more like six, but they're still, re- still relatively, relatively lean. Low. Yeah. Another is ground beef from 93.7 down. So you, you really have two options. Like 93.7 is going to be really 96, lean. 96.4. And 96.4. Yeah. And. Which I don't mind the taste of those at all. Then you got a couple turkey options, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, you can go ground turkey. They have the the 99 one, mm-hmm. which is a very lean turkey. And yeah. then you have like your 93.7. So probably those two would be your best options turkey wise. Um, and uh, yeah, those are going to be lean. Give you a little bit of a different flavor than chicken yep um and they're quick to to cook up so those are super easy yep then you have pork tenderloin mm, god i was just eyeballing some tenderloin mm-hmm. those are usually really easy to cook. super lean cooks up you can throw it in the crock pot mm-hmm. shred it up or put slices um obviously you have all your lean cuts of beef mm-hmm. so probably 
top sirloin on, so your top sirloins. Probably the stuff most of you <laughs> are yep. like, oh, that's dry. But yeah. I mean, like a London broil. Yeah, London broil. Which, you know, have to cook a little slower and longer. Yep. But. Beef tenderloin. And really, you, you eventually appreciate the leaner cuts for their f- different flavors. Yeah, t- they tend to taste pretty good. Textures. It's just different than, like a fattier cut, you're tasting the fat. Yeah, and, and the texture that comes with it. Yeah, and then the leaner cuts, you're really getting that beefy type mm-hmm. flavor. And both offer... I think different flavors that are both good. So it just, you do learn to appreciate it though when you eat it a little more often. Yep. Then obviously you have your vegan type options. The the issue with these when we're talking about lean protein is they're normally not lean because they come, whereas like meats and stuff are protein and fat. So some of the fattier options come with lots of fats, making them Mm. not lean. Well, on the flip side, your vegan plant-based options come with lots of carbs, right? So they're not necessarily as lean, very lean options either. You have to account for, to get say 50 grams of carbs from, so like beans and rice, right? Would be a combination of complete protein on a plant-based diet, but they also come with a lot of carbs. So to get 50 grams of protein from beans and rice, you're also getting- Quite a bit of carbs. Quite a bit of carbs, which you can make work, but then that's why most vegan plant-based um, approaches are going to have to be low fat, right? Because if by nature, your carbs are going to be high. Yep, they so you, have to be to get those sources. So you got to kind of manage your total intake somewhere and it's going to be at the expense of, of dietary fat. Yeah, and they do have protein powders that are, you know, not not terrible on, on carbs at all. Uh, and those are going to be a really good option, I think, mm-hmm. for, for anybody that doesn't eat animal products at all. Um, even some of like the protein bars though, like the amount of carbs that are in those, ver- like, mm-hmm. I guess ratioed with the protein is just not very optimal. So you have to kind of watch out for those. Some of them might have like 12 grams of protein and then you have 25 grams mm-hmm. of carbs. And that's just not a very good ratio compared yep. to some other options. Then you also have your various types of fish. Yep. So salmon typically is going to be a fattier mm-hmm. cut bunch of omega-3s. It's a great option, but mm-hmm. yeah, definitely a little bit fattier. So you just have to be careful and see how it fits into your day. Yeah. I, I really like uh, Trader Joe's has good canned salmon. Mm-hmm. Um, they have the... It's real lean too, right? Yeah, the sockeye is yeah. actually pretty lean overall. Um, and the flavor's good. Uh, I think it ended up being, what, seven? It's seven and a half ounces for a can. So it's seven, eight ounces. Yeah, for 50 grams of protein. Which, if you're wondering, a good metric is... So lean protein, we're typically looking for, for about 20, 25 grams of protein, you want seven or less grams of fat. Mm -hmm. So for like meat, four ounces of meat is typically going to be 20, 25 grams of protein. So you want to look for cuts that are then seven grams or less fat per serving of meat. So, you know, so same thing for dairy, right? Like what is what is a portion that comes out to about 20, 25 grams of protein? How much fat is along with that? Same thing with fish. Uh, so a lot of your white fishes are going to, you know, be, be, be low fat, lean. And same thing with eggs, right? So to get 25 grams of protein from eggs, that would be four whole eggs. But that's also going to be the fat that comes along with it. 20 grams of fat, yep. right? So in reality... You'd probably want to have, depending on uh, your goals, you can make that work. But, you know, say you had one whole egg, five grams of fat, and then, shoot, what would that be, like 10 whites? Mm-hmm. To then get to about, 
if each white's about three, three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eighteen, and then you got that whole egg. So yeah, it'd be about seven, six egg whites plus one whole egg. egg yeah. We'll give you about twenty-five grams of protein and five grams of fat. So say you wanted fifty grams of protein, you could double that, right? So two whole eggs. It's a lot of eggs. <laughs> and and basically it basically a dozen, right? Yeah, that's a Diego sized portion of egg yeah. whites. But you see kinda that that's a number to go yeah. off of for when you're really especially looking at different meats and cuts of meat, what you want to look for is you look at that chart, you're looking for seven grams or less of fat per per serving, which is typically four ounces. Yeah. Mm-hmm we got well we have uh you know some not as cost friendly options but they're good on the go something like beef jerky is a good option um you know you can get whatever flavor you want which is generally pretty lean because it's just dried out beef um they have turkey jerky and i think chicken jerky but i've never tried it so i can't tell you how that it is and if anybody wants to give it a go and maybe report back you can, but I would liken it to turkey bacon versus regular bacon to where it's just not going to be the same, but it might be an option. If you like it, great. Um, it is going to be a, a leaner one you can grab on the go. You're just going to pay a whole lot more for how much you're getting. So that's yeah. really what you have to balance out with something like jerky because you are paying for someone to you know dry it out. Weight-wise, it's not a whole lot because it is dry. There's no moisture in it, no nothing. So yeah cost of weight's pretty high mm-hmm and swinging back a little bit to the plant-based options mm -hmm. like lentils are going to be a good option yeah, they're normally they high in protein and a lot of fiber so that most of the a lot of the carbs in them are fiber so they're going to skew towards leaner compared to other types of beans and stuff and then you also have tofu yeah. but i'm actually not sure like is tofu is there like light tofu Not, I'm not really sure what that's made Let's up of. Let's find out. Oh, uh, yeah. So you're going to probably specifically want to find like a light tofu because tofu itself for a serving, you're looking yeah. at 21 grams of protein. So like we said, there's that 20 to 25, but it comes with about 11 grams of fat. Yeah. So a little bit higher than we will want for what we would call a lean source of protein. Let's see. Is, is there like diet tofu? <laughs> I don't know. Let's find out. Light tofu. Let's see. Silken tofu light. There we go. Yep. How much? Eight. So it looks like with light tofu, um, yeah, you'd have about 24 grams of protein. Would come with about four and a half or, yeah, four and a half, five grams of fat. Yeah. So, so that's like a, a way better option comparable to like a chicken breast. In that case, especially so. if I'm assuming you're eating tofu because you're plant-based vegan, which means your diet is going to be higher in carbs. You do want to watch those fat calories and try to get lean sources that are lower in, mm -hmm. in fat. So yeah, that could be a, a a really good one. I don't know of any like ready to already made tofu stuff you can buy because mm -hmm. it's not something I would buy. But there might be some convenient. Let's see. And also, if you're curious, lentils are uh, essentially a two to one.
carbohydrate to protein, meaning so for 25 grams of protein, you're having about 50 grams of carbs, but half of those are fiber. So, you know, so it's not quite as yeah. Fiber. So you could almost say it's a one to one. Whereas something like black beans are going to be a almost three to one carbs to to protein and less than half so yeah so definitely lentils would be like a leaner option than something like a black bean yeah did you find find that tofu man i'm, I'm looking what's what's costco have i don't know some places have a yeah costco has what well, looks like it's not it's regular tofu ready to eat yeah i think you're gonna have a hard time finding you know pre-prepared uh tofu can you buy pre-cooked tofu so you can so yeah there's a brand called nasoya that actually i see at kroger and they have pre-cooked tofu so you just buy like the block and it's like pre-marinated and you just heat it up in mm -hmm. the microwave or you can eat it cold i don't again don't know how that experience is but if yep. you don't mind that then you could absolutely do that so um you can probably i think this one you can find it at Publix, whole foods kroger maybe some other places yeah. but those are the three that i've seen that you can buy it um so yeah not a bad option but i would just be careful mm -hmm. with something like that with what it's marinated in just if there's a lot of added oil or something you yeah. just have to be aware so yeah. Uh, but that may be a good option, you know, similar to like a canned chicken or, or something like that for people. Yep. So hopefully that helps. I know I'll share with how I use convenient protein options. So typically I'll have my meals. I like food meals cooked, right? Mm -hmm. But that's not always realistic or stuff happens. So I like to have backup stuff. So I always have a, we'll have like some frozen meat so that boom, just in case. That's in the freezer. We can we know we can pop in the air fryer. You don't even have to defrost it. Yep. Then we'll keep canned chicken in the cabinet, you know, with the canned veggies. So again, if I just for whatever reason don't feel like cooking a meal or run out or And it lasts quite a while. Yeah, I mean So you can years. just keep it stocked and then when you need it, you use it and it's not like you have to replace it every month or something. Mm -hmm. And then we always have protein powder. It's not something I really I mean, sometimes I go in kicks where it's in my diet every day, mm -hmm. but I like to have it more as a uh, backup most of the time. So, or if I get a sweet tooth, yeah, right. Yeah. Or if I'm still hungry after like dinner, I'll, th then I guess this is another convenient format. We also, well, my wife always eats cottage cheese or Greek yogurt. So it's always in the fridge. But then for me, say she's eating cottage cheese, I will then make sure to buy some Greek yogurt to have so that if I get hungry after dinner or you know, just want something different. Put a little protein powder. Boom! In. Grab some Greek yogurt. Throw some protein powder in it. Satisfies my sweet tooth. Easy to, way to get some extra protein. Mm -hmm. So yeah, for me, yeah, I almost use all of them. Right? Have some of that dairy on for quick non-cooked meals. Mm -hmm. Have some canned uh, chicken for a backup, and then some frozen stuff as well. Yeah, I mean, I for the most part usually do the Greek yogurt with protein in the morning. I've gone on kicks though, where I'll just do eggs. It just depends on mm -hmm. where I'm at, but. For quite a while lately, I just enjoy doing that. Again, it's an easy way. I'll do a lot, so I might get, like I said, 60 to 90 grams of protein because I don't mind eating a giant bowl of it. Um, and then minimal, you know, of anything else with that. And then, um, you know, I usually keep some canned 
fish if I ever need it. I generally don't have to dig into that stuff. Uh, and then we usually have stuff prepared in the fridge already. You know, like we, we keep leftovers. Um, so that's generally like if we need something, there's already like pre-shredded chicken in the fridge or I've cooked burgers for the week and I just already have them ready to go. Uh, so that's generally what we do. We don't really have any frozen stuff that mm-hmm. we keep, which might actually be a good idea for, for us to try, like maybe some, some of the frozen rotisserie strips or something like that, um, just when we're in a pinch because we air fry so much anyways. Yeah. So And, yeah. Real, and realize you're, we're just trying to – you're trying to set up your environment for success, mm-hmm. right? And, yes, it is very easy to overconsume foods because those foods are convenient, but we can also use – food technology and some f- processing in a way yeah, and the convenience there's enough options now to actually make it work for you right mm-hmm. so we're using that food processing and modern technology and then trying to surround ourselves making making the convenient option the lean protein yep right because yeah if i oh i'm a little hungry after dinner if i also had m&ms in my house i may just go grab those but yeah. if i don't but i have greek yogurt and some protein powder well that's my option yeah and it's it makes it easier to make that decision too. Exactly. You know, whereas you're like, oh, I really don't feel like cooking. Well, the easy option is just to grab something that's already there and eat it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you're cutting out that, oh, I don't want to do this. I'll just go pick up food, which we yeah. know t- takes a lot of effort anyways. But you're less likely to do that when you have so many easy options surrounding you. You almost can't not make that decision. Yeah. And that's how we want to set up our environment, you know, make something like that as easy as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. And for snacks, right? So yeah. if it were, you know, we kind of poo-poo snacks, but, and here's the thing, you'll find yourself not snacking when, if you say, okay, if I want to have a snack, it has to be lean protein, you'll quickly realize, I'm not that hungry, yeah. I don't need that. You know, I, I like <laughs> to call that the Ben test. Yeah. Because <laughs> Ben, uh, I think everyone listening might know who he is, but he coaches at the, uh, the gym as well, um, and he's been on here. Anyways, he always says, like, Take the test. If you would eat lean, plain chicken right now, just chicken breast, you're actually hungry. But if you yeah. just, if you're <laughs> like, nah, I'm good, yeah, if you then get, you're not really truly hungry. If you get the snackies yeah. and, you, and you go, oh, well, yeah, you can, you're hungry, Gary, there's some canned chicken breast in there. Nah. Then you'll quickly realize, no, I'm just bored. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Do you want a good. Because I want Doritos. Do you want the entertainment of and flavor of Doritos and yeah. something like that? Yeah. But if you're hungry enough. You'd eat the chicken. Yeah, you would, it would sound good to, you, to your brain. It would actually probably yeah. be decently appetizing if you truly had real hunger. So, yeah, right. surround yourself with all of these great convenient options, especially if you do find yourself a little pressed yeah. for time and likely to grab fast food, Chick-fil-A, Wendy's, whatever. And realize, these days. look around, notice this stuff. Notice when you're out. Notice how convenient carbs and fats and, and obviously this takes learning some of these foods and and about food and what's in it and all this but you'll notice oh combinations of carbs and fats are everywhere mm-hmm. and convenient and and fatty proteins and actual this smaller you know area of food lean proteins you'll you'll see where it is not convenient it's not out there yeah. so you have to again create that environment for yourself yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, so give some of those a try. All right. Well, hopefully that's helpful. Gets the old hamster wheel churning. Gets it rolling. And it might just help you, you know, maybe you're just a little stuck or find yourself not making the best choices. It might help you kind of just move forward a little bit and make a small change and 
that usually creates some bigger change. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Hear you next week. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.